listen while you list. VMRN. Voice Marketing Radio Network. Welcome to eBay Radio's Ask Griffin Lee, the show that never goes below standard. And if we do, it's probably your fault. Here's Griffin Lee. This segment is brought to you by Crazy Lister, amazingly simple eBay listing software. It's time for you to call us at 888-RADIO-30 or, in other words, 888-723-4630. And Paul from Sarasota, Florida, wins our Patience of the Day Award. He's been holding on forever. You remember Paul Griff? He's ask a question, no soup for you, Paul from oh, Sarasota, yes. Florida. Hey, Paul, welcome. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> What's Hello. going on today? I was just calling um, as a follow-up for the question I had a week ago, Thursday, regarding how it works when someone returns an item and eBay provides a label. My question in particular is I have uh, negotiated rates with UPS that are less expensive than what eBay provides. Right. And I'd like to make sure that I get my discount when I'm providing the return postage to a customer. UPS even offers me the ability to put in a return postage label with every package I send out, and I'm only charged for it if they use it, which I'd like to use, but I know that that's just not going to work because eBay needs to be aware of the tracking number. So, well, what, but but the return label has tracking on it. USPS return labels have a tracking number. UPS, United Parcel Service. Yeah, they have tracking on their return labels. Yes, they do. And so I could drop one in every box that, uh, that goes out. Right. And, you know, just... To, and when the buyer ships the, when the buyer ships the item, um, it'll be scanned and that return uh, postage label will show up. My tracking will show up. I guess I'm a little bit confused because if I um, provide a return label with everything that goes out, how would I let eBay know what the tracking number of that is? They may or may not be used. It's just a throw it in the box to make returning things really easy for people. You'd have to. Uh, I'm not absolutely sure. I have to go back and check how this works. But you would probably have to note and record somewhere that tracking number next to the ID so that you can enter it. But I believe, mm. and uh, I, I need time. This is the difficulty with a live show because I, I just can't do this right out. But there, okay. uh, to, to research. Um, I want to know the answer to this. So, yeah. oh, I can't even spell returns now. Returns. All right. So uh, why don't I do this and then I'll mention it on the air later? Because because I know you don't get charged till they use it. So then they scan right. it at the right. post office when the person uses it. Yeah. Uses the label, and I think that's how it gets put on your account. Right. Sounds like that's what's happening. Right. Okay. But I'll have to take a closer look off the radio show because otherwise we'll have okay. lots of dead air. So. Okay. One other quick question. Yeah. Really quick, and you might have answered this before. Why is it that when you create a listing on a mobile device, it's not automatically mobile friendly? Uh, Does it then mean? become friendly in a few minutes? <laughs> Did you buy her dinner, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's been my problem all along. <laughs> so, well, what do you mean okay. that it's not mobile friendly? So, if 
I, like a lot of other people, use like a hybrid listing kind of thing where I might start something on the mobile by taking a picture there or finding something that is quite similar to mine, say, yes, sell similar. I love that tip that you've given many times of that is a very efficient way of listing is find something and do sell, uh, you know, sell one like this. And so then I put my pictures in, but there is more information available to me on the desktop site. So I'll save it as a draft on the mobile go to a desktop, fill out all the details, and I will notice that it's not mobile-friendly. I have to, like, click the little button to make it mobile-friendly. Mm. And I was wondering, why well, that's when you like, when mobile-friendly you, by default? When, you know, because when you started it on the mobile device, it was mobile-friendly, but when you went into the desktop and then started to revise it from mm. there, the system doesn't okay. see it as necessarily mobile-friendly. So that that's I that's see. my that's my best okay. uh, take on that. Okay. Hope All we've right. helped you today, Paul. Yep. Thank you. No soup it. for you. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. All right, take care. Our telephone mm-hmm. number Bye. is eight 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 radio thirty eight 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 seven two three four six three zero. And Griff, during this retail moment in June, everybody's heart belongs to Daddy. Here's a retail moment marketing plan. To help you sell more this season. Brought to you by Bulk. The easy way to source. Who's your daddy? His special day is coming up and his perfect gift is already waiting on eBay. List your perfect gifts for dads right now. From vintage ties to grilling gear to car toys and cool gadgets. Also wanted many colognes and masculine jewelry for posh dad golf accessories or team wear and memorabilia for Sporty Dad. Group giftable goodies in a Father's Day store category to make them easy to find. Mm. Then invest in a few promoted listings to help them pop in search results. Market them via social media and your store newsletter as well. And don't forget to shop for your dad on eBay too. This retail moment was brought to you by Bulk. The easy way to source. Just wait till those fathers get home and find their eBay perfect. Oh no. Awaiting them. Oh yes, Nanette. Oh, oh. I made a joke and didn't know it. Oh dear. Yes, yes, Nanette. Los Angeles, California, known as American Artifacts on eBay. How you doing, Nanette? What's your question or comment? I'm doing great. One quick comment. I emailed Griff about an unrelated issue last week. He helped me. It was prompt and effective, so thanks for that. My question for today is I switched over my lighter weight item to free return. I've had that on for about a month. This guy hasn't fallen down. Fallen down. It's been fine. But I've been waiting for some of the bulky items for the ability to distinguish between domestic and international shipping policies which was supposed to be available by late May. So just wondering, is there an update on that? Is that coming today or? Don't know. I, I don't okay. have any updates. Um, I know that we were nonspecific. Technically, it's still May, so perhaps it's today. I, I have no update. Okay. Great. I was hoping to coordinate all of my pieces and get it all kind of worked out before June 1, but we'll see. Okay. Let us know, Nanette. Thank you for calling today. Our yeah, telephone number is 888-RADIO-30, 888-723-4630. You wanted to say something there, Greg? Yeah, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have any other information about that. Ron Lowe, a man who always has good information for us from Birmingham, Alabama, <laughs> Euler Man 21, who is now 
a commercial voiceover star. I Oh, I missed that, Lee. I had to go to the restroom, and I missed it. I'll have to listen to it uh, uh, on the replay. <laughs> okay. I'm disappointed. Came out really nice, Ron. Did it? Yeah, okay. it did. I'm, and we thank you I'm for doing glad. that. Uh, so what's your uh, listen, question or comment today? All right. I exclusively use GPS for international sales. Mm-hmm. Does the new free international returns have any effect on that, or can I just forget it? Um, the the new new free international returns? Yeah. I'm not In sure words, I understand. Aren't they offering free international returns? In other words, uh, the the buyer uh, who is an international buyer doesn't pay for the return. No, that's set by the seller. Okay. So So eBay does not offer free returns. The seller makes that decision both for international and domestic sales, whether they're going to offer free returns or not. Okay, I'm I'm confused now. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll see what else I can find out then. No, the the, the re- return policies aren't set by eBay, so eBay doesn't mandate or say, for example, all GSP uh, transactions now are free returns. That's left up to the seller. Okay, so if I have free returns on everything, uh, do I need to then select? Uh, this new uh, free return option for international uh, sales. Oh, no, now, I, now, now I think I understand. You're confusing two things. So, and this is what the previous caller was uh, stating, and we don't know if, I, I don't know whether everyone's actually been opted in. What we announced is the up until recently, now, a seller could set a return policy, but it was a blanket return policy that covered domestic and international. Now a seller will be able to set a domestic return policy and an international return policy. But that international return policy is not automatically free returns. That is a buyer, that's a seller choice. It's the same, it's, it's the same as the domestic return policy. It's just now been broken out and, for sellers who have asked for, you know, I need a different return policy per item for international sales. So I'm offering free returns domestically, but international sales, the buyer pays. So that, that hasn't been possible until this, uh, additional feature, which is a separate return policy for international sales. But again, the seller sets the criteria, not eBay. Terrific. That that explains it. That clears up the confusion, uh, Griff. I'll uh, go into my business policies uh, in June and look at that option and then uh, do what I need to do. Yes. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you for calling. Bye, sweetheart. Bye, Griff. Bye-bye. See you later. Got to mention the eBay Open uh, very quickly again. Griff did some checking. I did. And saw that Seats are getting lower and lower. We'll talk yep. to you about it when we come back. Yeah, there's running out of space faster than I thought. This segment was brought to you by Crazy Lister. Give us a call at 888-723-4630 when we return with more of eBay Radio's Ask Rick and Lee. Don't miss this year's eBay Open Seller Celebration. July 24th through the 26th at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. 
You'll learn, network, meet eBay executives and employees, and party down with your eBay tribe. It's education, information, and inspiration you can't get anywhere else. Spaces are limited and going fast, so register now and book your hotel room at ebayopen.com. That's ebayopen.com. This moment of relaxation is brought to you by Indisha, the stress-free way to ship your eBay orders. Indisha directly integrates with the eBay marketplace, letting you import orders, print shipping labels, and automatically post backtracking information to eBay. So relax, eBay shippers, because you have Indisha. And that means no more acid indigestion. For a free 30-day trial, visit Indisha.com slash eBay radio. That's E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com slash eBay radio. Here's a retail moment marketing plan to help you some more this season. Brought to you by Bulk, the easy way to source. It's time for the pomp and circumstance to commence. Graduation is one of the year's biggest retail moments and one of your biggest selling opportunities. Graduation gifts can span the gamut of new to thrifted items. So weed through your death piles and pull anything a June grad might enjoy. And graduation isn't just for high school and college anymore. Kids now graduate from kindergarten on. So list items for youngins of all ages. eBay will be marketing around graduation too. So take advantage of the extra traffic they'll be sending your way. Create promotions, then get the word out via social media and your store newsletter. This retail moment was brought to you by Bulk, the easy way to source. Internet sales tax, global trade, postal policies, and ownership rights are issues that impact your bottom line. eBay's government relations team has your back with eBay Main Street, giving you a voice on e-commerce legislation. 600,000 of your fellow e-commerce advocates have joined, and we need you. Sign up at ebaymainstreet.com slash join. That's ebaymainstreet.com slash join. To stay up to speed on everything that's happening on eBay Radio, you really need to be on Lee's List. Once you join, you'll receive Lee's exclusive newsletter twice a week, one for each live broadcast with show news and a show calendar, plus her savvy advice for the entrepreneur, which you can't get anywhere else. To be added to Lee's List, simply send email to lee at voicemarketing.com with the subject header, Add Me to Lee's List. eBay Radio's Ask Griff and Lee. Available on your desktop, laptop, and mobile device. Now, unfortunately left to their own devices, here's Griff and Lee. And this segment is brought to you by Shipworks, helping you ship more in less time. It's toll free to call us. 888-RADIO-30. 888-723-4630. So, the first question that came up, uh, previous caller, about putting in their own return label. I'm going to have to ask the team about that. So I believe what happens is there are there are sellers who have that arrangement and they'll provide the return label. Uh, when What I'm unclear with is these two things. I know that when eBay provides a label to the buyer, that label doesn't get charged to either eBay or the seller until it's used. So if you're providing a label in the box and eBay then provides a label, uh, that label in the box, if they use that, they're not going to use the second label for anything. I mean, they can unless they want to ship you a gift, which they don't. And so that cost would never be billed to you. 
Uh, so I'm pretty sure that's what happens in that case, as inelegant as that may be. What I'm not quite sure is, is how tracking is then recorded, whether the buyer has to enter the tracking number uh, when they return the item or whether it's um, how that works. But I'll, I'll ask. Uh, my suspicion would be that if it's not trackable and you have to upload it, that you'll have to keep track of all of those return label tracking numbers by transaction, either in a spreadsheet or something, so that you can upload them. Um, although you're only going to be doing it for returns, so it's not like all your transactions. Hopefully your return rate isn't too high. I'll double-check with the returns team on both of those and then give you an absolute verified, confirmed response. Oh, uh, that would Probably be on Tuesday or Thursday next week. That would be great. Thank you, Greg. And I apologize if somebody thought, if it appeared that I was harsh talking about not calling up customer support and, you know, it's not fair that, you know, a buyer can say the item was not as described. Look, I, I, yeah, I know, I understand, but I, I, I need to disabuse sellers of this notion that this is like, this is, uh, you know, it, it's a personal thing and I am, I feel like I've been penalized. Get out of that mindset. That's a victim mindset and it's not going to work for business. Regardless of where you do business, in your own store, on your own website, in a marketplace, in a, in a, uh, a group shop, there are always going to be rules about doing business. There are always going to be costs to doing business. And instead of taking it as a personal affront, just figure out from a practical, unemotional perspective, how do I mitigate the costs of doing business to make my business more profitable? If returns are a fact of life, and they are, rather than rather than put on a mantle of uh, I'm a victim and the buyer's victimizing me or eBay's victimizing me, it's going to get you nowhere. What it's going to get you is into a an increasingly dark mindset about doing business that ultimately could cause your business to fail. Look at it from a clear perspective. This is these are just the costs of doing business. It's not a matter of fair or unfair, and figure out how to mitigate them. And I do remind sellers who insist, and I know there's sellers who, a lot of them say they can't, as I say, can't lives on won't street. They can't offer free returns. And I say, well, how do you know? Have you tried it? No, I know that if I do it, I can't. No, you don't know until you've tested it. But the, whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, the reality, the truth, the fact is that there is no retail experience outside of eBay where buyers purchase with an assumed risk that they're, it's going to cost them a penalty in the way of having to pay for return shipping for an item with which they're dissatisfied, regardless of the reason. Makes sense. Thank so, you. I mean, if it were me, and I know people are going to, people are going to start throwing the tomatoes the minute they hear it. If it were me, I'd make all returns as just a fact of life. And except for category exceptions, which maybe there's a partial re- re- refund or no refund, you know, for example, new inbox cosmetics that have been opened and used, right. those are never resaleable. So with a few exceptions, I would get rid of the option for no returns. And I would tell, and I know I'm going to take grief from this because I take grief for a lot of the things I believe, and that's fine. But my, and if somebody said that won't work for me, I have this boilerplate that I've used. It's a polite boilerplate when I get into a situation with a seller who's just not willing to try anything. 
and they say, well, that's just not going to work for me. I'm just not going to do that. And I say, well, look, I respect your right to sell on eBay or any place you want to sell. And if you should decide that eBay is not for you, I will respect that right and wish you the best of luck in your business sincerely, not snarkily, wherever you decide to sell. John from Southbridge, Massachusetts, known on eBay as Sylvester underscore investments. John, what grief do you have for Griff today? <laughs> you know what? Uh, I usually agree with Griff, and I totally agree with Griff on this case. Oh, thank you. Griff, it, it's all about the description and the packaging. Yeah. That's what it's all about. If you don't do those two things right, then you're going to have grief from your buyers. Yeah. And, and even if you even if you do it right, you're still going to get the buyer who's not a bad person. It's just for whatever reason they're not happy. So, you know, make them happy. I've sold a lot of stuff. I've done a lot of dealing on eBay, and I rarely have any problems. There the you people go. I talk to that have problems, they don't package it right. They whine and cr- complain and all the time about everything. So, I guess you just have to deal with them. I don't, but you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't mind it. I I just I think what's what's hard for me is not dealing with it. Uh, and not the dealing of it. It's when you find somebody who is so they're they're so set in their way that they're just not going to consider anything. That they're not them. even willing to experiment. Yeah, you have a wonderful have opportunity just, with eBay to experiment. Sure. All you have to do is describe it correctly and package it correctly. That's it's so simple. It's pretty true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's it. That's my that's my philosophy. And, and it's worked. Add, it's yeah. worked for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just got back my top seller rating now, so I'm back on on track. Um, my questions are about I, one simple question: what is what does good till canceled mean? It just means that that listing will um, renew itself every thirty days on your invoice with the same item number until you decide to end it, until you cancel it, or if it's a multiple quantity listing. Uh, when the quantity hits zero and then it becomes, it doesn't necessarily end unless you've opted, uh, out of the idea of a stock out. So some people will have one listing and then the quantity will get to zero unexpectedly and they have more quantity to add. You can opt into something called stock out, which means that the listing is no longer, no one can purchase from it, but technically it's still available as an active listing for you as the seller where you can go in and add quantity and then it's available for purchase again. But uh, that's that would be the only exception, but it's just a listing that stays up until you decide to end it. So it, it's not free, though, right? Every month they, you charge the fee. Well, depending on the situation. So it... Um, uh, if you're over your allotment of mm-hmm. insertion fees, then it could right. uh, technically be uh, cost you. But, uh, you know, for example, I never go over my quota, so I don't pay insertion fees for anything. Sure. And there's no charge for it renewing sure. every 30. I'm a big believer in good until canceled. I know that uh, there are a lot of sellers who believe they have strategies that give them advantages in search ranking. By canceling, you know, by having a shorter duration where they have to relist it over and over, mm. uh, I, I, I'm sure there are people who believe that. Again, our own data, which doesn't lie, completely refutes that, and that it actually doesn't help. Uh, the best way to get something sold is to put it up good until canceled, and if it's not getting traffic or it's not getting any traction, right. revisit the right. listing itself and lower the price, make better pictures, make a better deal, so it's more enticing to buyers. Right. 
So that's why I started a store. I was skipped to start a store, and I went to the basic store. Yeah. And my, that's where my question is. Um, and I think I've answered it, but maybe you can clarify it. Um, it looks like to get the, the free listing from that basic store, right. in my categories, I have to have it as a collectible to get the free listing. Because I tried to list an LP, a, a vinyl record. Yeah. And it charged me a quarter. Now, I'm, I thought I was going to get 250 free listings. Well, auction listings. Yeah, except uh, what? So, what is your store level again? Basic. It's the basics. Yeah, I just started it. So Not the new starter new one, but the basic. Yeah. The okay. Right. Right. So I just want to. I, I have to go. So, um, where's the store fees? Well, just... it says it says free listings in collectibles and fashions. Right. Two hundred and fifty a month. Are those so fixed price or a... auction? Uh, both. It's got. It, you get both. You get two hundred and fifty in the fixed price, and you get two hundred and fifty in the auctions. Right. Fixed price, I guess, is anything. You can put it in any category, but it says free auctions. You need it to be in collectibles and fashions to get the free listing. Right. So the way it works is in the basic store, you have 250 uh, auction-style listings and 250 fixed price listings. And um, you can use your allocation of zero insertion fees for your auction-style listings in the following categories. Antiques, art, clothing, shoes, and accessories, coins and paper money, collectibles, dolls, bears, entertainment memorabilia, health and beauty, jewelry and watches, pottery and glass, sports memorabilia, stamps and toys and hobbies. How many listings did you list within the last period, the last calendar period? Well, I just, I just noticed I was, I I had so much going on in my life that I I was trying to get all these listed uh, last last week, but I got nothing done. So I tried to do it today. Yeah. And I noticed that it's charging me 25 cents. Right, but how many listings do you have? How many live listings do you have right at the moment? I have over 300 now. Right. In which category? Auction style or fixed? Right, right. Sorry. Right now they're all fixed. They're all fixed price. Oh. Then you should have some allotment for auction. But I don't. But um, the new listings that so I'm send me on are all send me the send me the details. I'll have to have someone else look at this then. At griff at ebay.com. and I'll have someone check it. This segment was brought to you by Shipworks. Call us eight 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 seven two three four six three zero. We'll be right back with more of eBay Radio's Ask Griff and Lee. You're listening to eBay Radio's Ask Griffin Lee. And be sure to tune in Tuesdays as well for eBay Radio from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific Time. Only on BMRN, Voice Marketing Radio Network. USPS has a lot of great ways to ship your stuff. Here at Stamps.com, we support them all. Stamps.com was the first company to be approved by the U.S. Postal Service for buying and printing postage online. And in our 20-plus years, we've learned a lot about eBay sellers. And we know that deciding which shipping option is the best for each package can be tough. That's where we can really help. Stamps.com's best rate comparison engine automatically picks the lowest-cost USPS option for your package, making sure you never overpay for postage. If you're new to Stamps.com, we invite you to try our four-week trial. We'll even throw in a free five-pound shipping scale. Shipping and handling fee required. So, the next time you need to figure out the best way to ship your package, 
Remember Stamps.com. Stamps.com. Spend less time shipping, more time selling. You've got listing to do, and the faster, the better. Get up to speed with 6-Bit software. 6-Bit helps you list items in less time. Your 6-Way 6-Bit saves you time. First, design your own listing form, hiding fields you don't use. Then capture photos from a webcam directly into 6-Bit. No more swapping memory cards or looking for camera cords. Next, list catalog items just by entering a UPC code or using your handheld scanner. With 6-Bit, you only have to set shipping, payment, and listing upgrade options once. And you can save listings as templates to quickly create similar listings in the future. If you've already created listings elsewhere, 6-Bit can import them from eBay, TurboLister, or via CSV file. In short, if you feel the need for speed in your business on eBay, you need 6-Bit. Try it free for 30 days at 6BitSoftware.com. That's 6BitSoftware.com. You know how important it is to stay up to speed on what's happening in the world of eBay and e-commerce. For the past 10 years, TameBay has been bringing you that world. As the premier eBay blog and e-commerce news resource, they believe it's their job to help you build your business, and they're doing just that. Editors Chris Dawson and Dan Wilson are savvy reporters with deep eBay roots. Chris is a power seller, and Dan is part of the team that founded eBay UK. They know how to find the news that you need to know, and they're not afraid to print it. TameBay even goes the extra mile with the TameBay Guide to Seller Tools and Services. It's a comprehensive directory of third-party providers. If you're not reading TameBay, you're just not keeping up with your world. Tap into the latest eBay and e-commerce news along with all of TameBay's other seller resources at TameBay.com. That's T-A-M-E-Bay.com. Listen while you list. 